0: Follow me here. It wasn't just what the church in Jerusalem did that Luke is trying to convey here, it was how and why they did these things. Why? They did these things. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus condemned charity and prayer and fasting that was done in the wrong spirit and for the wrong reason. In Matthew 6, 1 through 18, very impressive work were claimed by people whom our Lord said he never knew. In Matthew chapter 7, 21 through 23, remember the famous story? He said, depart from me, I never knew you. But we did all these miraculous signs and wonders in your name. So with this attitude of Jesus We as the church can truly fulfill our mission statement by what? By having a heart to give our time, our finances, our talents, and our gifts for the church. That's one way. Another way is by fasting and praying for the church. Show up on Wednesday nights at 6 o'clock. Let's pray. Let's pray for God to move in your lives within the church, right? Displaying the fruit of the spirit, doing ministry together. And my final text is here, verse forty-six and forty-seven. This, if we do this, and if we live like this, we grow. Verse forty-six. So they worshiped together at the temple each day, met at homes for the Lord's supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all people. For each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who are being saved. They were actually happy to be around each other. I know. It brought them joy to sit with their brothers and sisters in Christ. Not condemnation, not judgment, but joy. Listen to me, family. The church is meant to worship God. And to learn his word together. Yet it is meant to do more. God wants us to share our lives with one another. The Christian experience was daily, joyful, and simple. And a good example for us to follow. And because of that, the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. These disciplines, fam, in our lives will grow the body of Christ. Because we will more committed and obedient to living according to his word and not our own. This is God's prescription for the church growth. And if we take care to follow the example of Acts chapter 2, 42 to 47, God will take care of growing his church himself. He grows the church, not me, not Robbie, he does. I just must be obedient to show up and to be available and be disciplined to live out this lifestyle right here. And God does the rest. Right. I don't need to defend myself no more. I just need to be obedient to this. I don't care what you think about me. I'm saying that. I love you. But my responsibility and is to be obedient to the word of God so that when you connect to me, that you will see that this is real. This is what gave them faith. The apostles and the 3,000 who were saved to live out this is because they witnessed the truth of the gospel, right? So non-believers should be inspired by believers and not look at another believer and say, you look just like me, act like me, talk like me, walk like me, live like me. The non-believers are like, like, bro, uh -uh, I want that. I don't understand it all. But what I do know is what you got, I don't got. And I want it because I don't want what I got no more.